It's the SWP presented by All Insurance Ontario and Jim K. Ford. Are you looking for a better value on your insurance dollar? If all the companies are charging close to the same price, who would you pick? What if I threw in an expert on your side for the same price? Call or text me today. I'm Jared Gerard, All Insurance Ontario, 613-801-2659. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Jim K. Ford is home of the all-new Ford Maverick, designed to seize the day. This beautiful, built Ford Tough truck gives you the best of both worlds. Compact on the outside, but still big enough on the inside to seat five and store all your stuff. Not to mention a standard 8-inch touchscreen on your dash to get your business done. Learn more and pre-order the all-new Ford Maverick today by visiting jimkford.com. The Steve Warren Project. Sports and whatever. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the SWP. Why you've made a wise, fine, sage podcast choice. It is Steve Warren along with Jim Jerome schmoozing it up once again. Thank you for being with us. You look fantastic. I hope you enjoy the show. James, how are you? (laughs) Stevie, I'm hungover. No, okay. no, you're not. Yeah, well, it's a food hangover. Oh, okay. Okay, good. Uh, I, I've, I've lost, I don't know, I lost a bunch of weight. I got down, I was like 217, and then I got down to under a buck 95, uh, sort of over the last several months. And 217, how come I haven't noticed that? Well, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it doesn't, maybe it doesn't sit on my face. Camera adds 10 pounds, they say, and I haven't, I haven't even noticed. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like I say, maybe there wasn't a bunch of weight on my face. Right. Um, you know, so you may, maybe didn't notice it. But anyway, I'm I'm relapsing into my old eating ways, Stevie. So so was Halloween to blame? How Halloween started some of it. Uh but it's been going on for a while, Stevie. Uh so last night, uh well, I'll give you a typical night uh when I'm when I'm looking like I'm gonna go back up to two seventeen. Right. Okay, so uh you know, I live alone. Uh, well, I got my son living with me now, which is great. Um, so it'll, it'll, I'll watch the sports. Uh, you know, last night was, you know, there was some hockey, of course, I'm watching. Uh, the game six of the World Series. Way to go, Atlanta, by the way. Uh, I liked Atlanta in that Stupid series. Stupid Atlanta. Atlanta actually yeah. had a worse record than the Jays this year, and they're the champs. Yeah. Yeah, I know, but it was, it was, uh, I, I, I liked it more because, you know, sports, we always ask, do you want to see that team win or do you want to see the that other team lose? Right. You know, so it was all about that, Houston getting getting trounced. Um, so then, Stevie, it's, uh, you know, I take a little sleeping pill, but if I don't fall asleep, it makes me hungry. And that was, that's was that been the problem. So last night was, uh, okay, a, a bunch of those candies, okay, those small chocolate bars, you know, like a dozen, Stevie, not a problem to knock off. Okay, some of those, right? Just like, you know, shoving them into my gaping maw, right? And then <laughs> I've had enough of that sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> and then the half bag of cheesies, mm-hmm. uh, you know, while I'm sitting up watching my iPad, I've got to have the iPad when I go to sleep. Okay, I got it in bed with me, my girlfriend, the iPad, and, uh, you know, I watch Netflix and stuff like that on YouTube. Um, and so then the bag of cheese. Then I thought, Stevie, I better get up and eat. Three bagels, Stevie. Okay. Well, um, why? Why? Well, I'm hungry. All right. I'm hungry. Yeah. And then uh, between the three bagels, Stevie, while well, I'm waiting for those to to toast up, and you know how long that takes, Steve. 
you know, I don't know, 90 seconds. I don't know. Maybe, mm-hmm. I don't know, two minutes. Sure. Okay. That I better rip back a couple bowls of cereal. <laughs> okay. So yeah, the old Atkins diet or something going on there, right? Jeez, the anti-Atkins. It's, yeah, so two bag of cheesies, twelve chocolate bars, three bagels. You know, there's yep. there's two halves, Stevie. Of course, if you you know on a bagel, but three of them, so six halves, Stevie. So you're and sitting there wondering why you're putting on weight there, Matlock? Yeah, I can't figure it out. Colombo. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so today. Today's the day of change. I'm I'm changing today. I'm going back to walking. Right. I I lost a bunch of weight because I I was walking. Right. Thirteen k sometimes, Stephen. You know, a buddy of mine lost a, that I play hockey with. He's lost like I don't know eighty pounds, and he did it on intermittent fasting, combination of that, and just basically unloading sugars and starches, including bread and potatoes and rice and oh, things yeah, like yeah. that. Pasta, getting rid yeah. of that stuff, and it just falling off him. Looks great. Yeah, I'm a big white bread guy. I have a, a hard time guy, giving apparently. up double <laughs> cheesy yeah. guy and chocolate bar guy. Yeah. Now, other than that, you're just right yeah. on. Right I can't on, really on pinpoint points. Stevie what I should be eliminating from my diet. <laughs> the double crunch ruffles, cheddar jalapenos. That's oh, my there you go. Right Don't now. tell me that. Don't oh, tell me. I might so start good. to. I might just start eating that shit for breakfast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's get into some sports talk. We uh, we had the Sens finish up their road trip. They get three out yep. of a possible six points. They fell in overtime in a in a pretty wild game, pretty exciting. Not very yeah. well played, not very defensively responsible, all in all. But uh, Minnesota comes away with a five four overtime win, and uh, their sends of their goaltending issues. They're trying to figure out if they should give the number one job to the Kajillionaire or the kid, the kid right. or the Kajillionaire. And so right. we're keeping an eye on that. But I wanted to talk about. I think the story of the day is uh, Aaron Rodgers that. Uh-oh. He's basically, uh, he's tested positive for COVID-19 and it looks like he didn't get a vaccination, even though he said he'd been vaccinated. Here's what Aaron Rodgers had to say. Uh, I don't know. This is the start of the season back in the preseason when, when asked about being vaccinated. Yeah, I've been immunized. Um, a lot of conversation around it. You know, there's guys on the team that haven't been vaccinated. Uh, I think it's a personal decision. I'm not going to judge those guys. Yeah, I've been immunized. You're not going to judge those guys because you are one of those guys. Uh-oh. He's been considered. He's been considered unvaccinated since the beginning of the season, and he has tested positive for COVID nineteen. So he's definitely out of the lineup this week. They say like ten days, and I wonder if it'll be NFL punishment for lying. We saw yeah. who was it, Evander Kane? He got a big old suspension for lying about yep. being vaccinated. So it'll be interesting to see what the NFL does with. Uh, this guy has got to be top five in the league, if not the most famous guy in the league. Right. Tom Brady's probably number one, but Rodgers would be number two, I would guess. Let's see what the NFL does here. What do you think? Well, yeah, it's terrible, right? That's a big deal. That's a big deal when when uh, uh, someone says, yes, I've been vaccinated, but they're not. Um, you know, You know, particularly given the circumstances that you're around a bunch of other people, man, in the dressing room, you know, in the locker room, you know, on the field and practicing and games and like, what are you doing, man? Um, so you got to ask yourself why, mm-hmm. why did you lie about that? Why did you do that? And uh, I don't know. Does, does he get a mulligan there? You know, with the microphone stuffed in his face, maybe he didn't think someone was going to ask him and then just gives it the, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm vaccinated. Leave me alone. Well, no, well, next question, you know, sort of yeah. deal. 
uh, it kind of sound like sounds like that to me in in that quick interview, a little stand up they did with them, I guess. Um, well, but, it's certainly going to be a test of the old policy of that a lot of people believe exists in an unwritten way, different rules for different players. Because I feel like if this was a rank and file NFL player, of which there are many, all these rosters seem to be have about two thousand guys on them. Yeah, I'm a, a I'm a third string special team player for the Giants. I feel like he would get a harsh reprimand for doing what Aaron Rodgers has done. But as I said earlier, this is probably you know one of your well, he is one of your marquee stars in the game. And and by the way, he's also the star quarterback on the hottest team in the NFL. You look at all the power rankings going on. Green Bay is at the top of it. And such a charismatic character. He's out there hosting Jeopardy. He's appearing in movies. He's exactly what the NFL needs. And then he goes and does this. So the league is a real conundrum on their hands. They're they're, they're meeting in boardrooms today. Like, how the F are we going to handle this one? Yeah. uh, You know, different with, you see it in the NBA, I think a lot that, that I think there's been two, three guys who who said they're not going to get vaccinated. Uh, you know, they really put the team in jeopardy. But um, you know the, that their belief in it is not what everyone else believes. I guess. Yeah. Um, but they've got to be sat. You know, they, they they can't come to the building. You know, they can't come into the room. They can't come out of the court. Um, yeah, I think you got to suspend them. You know, I think you have to suspend them. Um, you know, I I always think about uh, the youth. You know, watching these stars and these celebs and their their mentors and their heroes and all that stuff. Yeah. Um. You know, are they in a position of power? Uh. You know, literally, maybe maybe not, but but they sure are with with a bunch of young young people, right? That that, that what they say is gospel, right? To a lot of these guys, so uh, it you know it, it doesn't bode well, right? It doesn't bode well for the team. It doesn't. For, for what everyone's trying to do for, you know, being in the middle of a pandemic, uh, you know, it, it just doesn't seem to be dying down. Um, yeah. I think, I think it's a pretty serious deal. You know, I, I think you have to take a stand and say, yeah, you gotta, you're, you're going to be suspended or fined or something. Um, things will also be interesting. From, yeah. Things will also be interesting from a football perspective because you never want to give your heir apparent a chance to showcase himself. And you'll remember, this is what Aaron Rodgers had his bonnet and a twist about. Two drafts ago, Green Bay, with their first-round pick, they drafted a quarterback. And Aaron Rodgers' nose was said to be out of joint about it. And there was, of course, this big, long holdout from training camp this year that may have still played into it, and he may have still been upset with the organization for that. Jordan Love is the quarterback in question. Now Green Bay has to use him this week, and maybe next week too. I'm not sure about the timeline. It's 10 days effective when, and that would put you in a mode of, uh, are you going to be available a week from Sunday? So you might miss two games. I don't know. But right. Jordan Love looked very good in the preseason, very athletic, strong arm, accurate. And sometimes you, uh, you, know, you don't want to give the next guy an opportunity to get out there and shine. So this may come back to haunt him from a football perspective, as well as the Packers might have a couple of games to look at Jordan Love and say, you know, we could save some money here. Well, Jordan Love looks pretty damn good in the offseason. Maybe we look at uh, a new game plan after all. They've obviously considered it, or they wouldn't have drafted the guy two years ago. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, 
another angle of things on the football front. So yeah, dumb, dumb move, dumb move by yeah. Aaron Rodgers, you know. So and 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 listen, Steve, we we avoid sort of getting into the the yes no of whether you should get vaccinated or not. We've you know I think we've done a pretty good job of, of trying to avoid that. Uh, we're we're not you know we're not the we're not the go to for people to figure out whether they should get vaccinated or not. But but I can't help. Um, when I when I look at this thing, when you transcend and look down at the whole deal, that uh, I I still haven't seen a bunch of downside, Steve, with with getting vaccinated. Right. You know, I have I haven't seen that yet. Um, you know, th- think back to when this pandemic broke out, Steve. The the ac- absolute horror show that Italy was. You remember when when it, when it started? I mean, it was it was unbelievable the amount of deaths that were happening with it and. You know, look, I want to remind people of that. You know, I want to remind them of that, uh, and and where we where we're getting to with with more and more people getting vaccinated. I, I don't know. I guess I'll say it today. You know, go get vaccinated, man. Get, get yeah. it done. Yeah. Here's where I'm at on it, uh, and we're getting off topic a little, I guess. But uh, like, I feel like I've got no qualifications whatsoever to say yes or no, whether it's good or bad. You know, I, I just don't. I, I'm not trained. I don't, I don't have any medical background whatsoever. I feel like I'm not, I feel like I'm a reasonably bright person, but I don't have any idea of what's going on the second that needle goes into my arm. I don't. However, I'm going to be, I'm being asked to, look, you know, line up in one of two lines. One of the lines has got doctors and scientists at the front of it with clipboards, you know, instructing people what to do. One of the other lines has people with tinfoil hats in the line. And, and yeah, I ask myself, which line do I want to get in? Which makes the most sense to get in? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the doctors and the scientists. That's kind of where I'm at on, on that angle of things. So, yeah. Anyway. Me too. Yeah, me too. On to other things. On, yeah, let's do that. You brought this to my attention, the Taylor Hall story. And he had an interesting comment about hockey being the old boys network. We're going to get to that story coming up after these words. Are you getting back to life and don't have time to review your insurance policies? Do you want me to have a look at it for you and see if you're properly covered? I'll take a professional look at it and let you know what I see, and you make the decisions. Text 860-6008. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Reignite your passion for driving with a new Ford from Jim K. Ford. Take a test drive today and see all the latest innovations available for new Ford vehicles. And for your comfort, if you're in the market for a new or pre-owned vehicle, Jim K. Ford will be happy to bring a vehicle to your home or place of work for a demonstration and test drive. Jim K. Ford in Orleans or JimKFord.com. If you're thinking of buying or selling a home in the Ottawa area, we recommend the Glenn Walton Real Estate Team. Glenn helped me sell a family home last fall and really helped out. I mean, even sets aside a budget to help you out with painting, cleaning, staging, updating your ceiling lights. He can do the same for you. We ended up with multiple offers and the home sold for well over asking price. Call the Glen Walton real estate team today at glenwalton.com. So Taylor Hall, the headline reads, Hockey's old boys club culture must change. And yep. this is what he had to say uh, at a news conference just the other day. Yeah, I mean, you know, our, our hearts go out to, to Kyle Beach. Um, we were playing junior at a similar time, and um, it's it's just so unfortunate that, you know, he had to go through that and, um, you know, I think everyone we were talking about last night, everyone just feels terrible for 
for him and, and hope that he can get some solace in the end of this. Is a reminder what hockey culture needs to Can you be? turn it up, Steve? I, I no, I mean, every it, every culture needs to keep getting better, and, and hockey's no different. Um, you know, this is a game that's, that's um, you know, a little bit of a, I guess you would, what you would call an old boys club, and, and there's definitely some secrecy and, and things that need to change, and, and hopefully they can. Um, you know, you, you never want to think of an incident like this, you know, positives coming from it because it's been so terrible, but there's, there needs to be changes, and, and unfortunately people need to be held accountable. Yeah, the culture is definitely, and again, that's Taylor Hall, the, the cultures are obviously in a, in a tough place, right, Jim? I mean, you got the reason these things often happen is because people believe they can get away with uh, whatever sin we're talking about. And so often, it, you know, to protect the shield of the team or the league or whatever, stuff gets kind of pushed under the carpet. I thought Tara Sloan had a really good speech on Hockey Night in Canada on Hometown Hockey with Ron McLean. She spoke really eloquently, and, and there, there's a challenging spot to be in, right? We were in that spot when we were at TSN 1200, which has a broadcast partnership with the Ottawa Senators. So we never pulled any punches, but you don't, you know, you, you try to be fair as well. You don't go overboard because right. of that partnership. And here's Tara Sloan on Sportsnet, which has a massive contract with the NHL, and she really chastised the NHL for this culture that Taylor Hall just talked about. I have been disappointed. I have seen a league that has followed, not led, when it comes to uh, Black Lives Matter and racial justice and leading the way in that way. They are not. They're falling behind. I have seen a, a league that has followed and not led when it comes to staffing with women and people of color in places that matter. Um, I've seen a team this very calendar year uh, draft a player in the first round who was found to have distributed images, sexual images, without consent. And then this last week, we see the most heart-wrenching interview from Kyle Beach, the most heart-wrenching admission that I think we'll ever see in this game. All right, so there's Tara Sloan, courtesy of CBC Sports. You know, when when you talk about, you hear Taylor Hall saying, "Got to you know, the culture has to change in hockey and all that stuff. It, you know, I think it's important not to, you know, you can't separate hockey from what's going on in the world. You can't, you can't look at this thing going, well, well, we're doing our bit here, you know, uh, because apparently they're not right. And the, this, this thing, is it systemic Stevie? I, you know, people have said it is, uh, you know, if this happens two or three times, you know, is systemic the, what's happening to it in my mind? Yes. Right. And yes, because it's so harmful because it's so harmful, because it leaves just this disastrous wake, you know, uh, and we're, and we're going to find out more and more about that in, in Chicago, you know, hats off to Mark Chipman there, the, the, the co-owner or the head of the ownership group in, in Winnipeg. Uh, He did a a media conference yesterday. I saw, I saw a tweet, I think it was by JR, you know, that this guy in 10 seconds had way more empathy than the commissioner has about this stuff, you know, um, and I, I look back at it, right? And I went, God, is that ever true, right? When you look at Gary Bettman and what he did, you know, holding his cards close to his chest and, and protecting the sport and the league that he's the head of. And in the end, it's like, whatever, man, whatever. Look, look what happened here. You're, you're not seeing the forest for the trees. Uh, and yet that, that owner for Winnipeg, right, came out and said, I will do everything 
that I have. And I'm very, he didn't say I'm very influential, but he said, I'm going to use my influence, you know, to stop this and to do all I can about it. And it was totally credible and, and really believable, you know? Yeah. Um, the guy at no point, I don't think, to be, I, I can't remember all of it, but but did he say, you know, about hockey? I think he was talking about the person and what needs to happen in in this thing, right? Leave, leave hockey out, leave all this shit aside. Uh, this is brutal. This is brutal what happened, and I'm, I'm going to help every way I can, you know, so. There's a hockey um, affiliation in this story, obviously, but it's not a hockey story. It's not exclusive right. to hockey, like, and Taylor Hall mentioned that, you know, it's not just hockey, it's. It's happening everywhere, and uh, you think about other sports, you can find scandal after scandal in, in every right. league there is, and it's all about spin doctoring. It's all about minimizing damage to the league credibility and, and their public relations, and it's not just sports either. It's it's you know every major company, yeah. um, in in big business, you can rely on so often. Not everybody. Some big businesses operate uh in a really credible humane way right but so many companies will always put success of the business and money ahead of people right my, my point is it, it, it it's it's an overall old boys club stevie you know it's over it, it, it is yeah, an old boys right. club right talk to talk to women you know who who perhaps have not been you know victimized completely by sexual assault but talk to them about workplace, you know, what, what, what it's been like over the last 20 or 30 years as a woman working in, in, you know, offices, you know, cor- 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 corporations, and, uh, you know, a ton of them will say, you won't believe how we're treated. You know, you won't, be- you won't believe how right. this still is the old boys club, you know, uh, you know, about, about what they expect from us to do and what they expect us to do compared to other guys and stuff like that. So anyway, uh, good for Taylor Hall, you know, good for Taylor Hall because they're, they, he couldn't, he can go another way. You know, the, a lot of these guys were, they're going to be asked this thing. Um, I, you know, they're, they're getting prepared to try and answer these questions. And, and one option for them, Stevie always is, you know, I'd, I'd rather not comment on this. It's an ongoing investigation. Uh, we'll have to see what happens, but, the interesting thing with this one, Stevie, is no one is doing that, right? It, it, no, no one's coming out going, well, let's just wait and see what happens with all of this. You know, the only guy who's doing that is Batman, is Batman. And, and now they're calling for his head. Right. You know, now that there was a headline yesterday about owners saying, okay, may, maybe it's time for Gary Batman to step down, you know? So, um, yeah. And the one thing I would caution about, when we talk about old boys networks is that there's this presumption of, well, you know, whether it's um, outdated ideas, ugly ideas, you know, those folks will die and they'll be replaced by people who are more evolved with better ideas. Well, honestly, this is not, it's not an all an old, old boys network. There's plenty of awful things being done by the youth. Like you think about mm-hmm. that Logan Mayo case, Montreal went ahead and drafted that guy in the first round this year, even though they knew that he had had a sex act with a woman in Sweden and videoed the whole thing and then fired it up gloriously right. online on social media. Like, right. what? where's your head, man? And then we think about this story here as we move on to something else, this story of a high school hockey game down in the States, I believe it is. Like in the Pittsburgh area, uh, it's, a, it's a high school hockey game happening. 
when there's a female goalie on one of the teams and the fan base, high school students from one of the schools, they start chanting in the stands at the female goalie who plays on the boys' team um, a very right. vulgar right. chant about oral sex. And that's uh, you know that's a group of teenagers right there. So there's work to be done across the board. Right. And not just the old boys network. Everybody's everybody's got to try and be better. And uh, man, just one one bad story right. after well, another. Well, and then you look at days, what Taylor Hall said, right? And and that's good. You know, that's good. You, you're not going to blame Taylor Hall for what happened at that high school thing, right? But someone's going to look up and go, we we you know we no. we got a bigger road to hoe here. You know, with with our youth, right? That that it's you know. Again, again, I don't want to take anything away from what Taylor Hall said, but someone's going to go, "Listen, pal, this thing is as 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 bad in your age group as it is in ours." You know, so uh, is it a big problem? Huge problem. You know, huge problem. So, um, mm-hmm. what you know, what? A, a, boy, I I read that piece this morning about the high school team going, "Okay, how? What?" what <laughs> you know and and this team yeah. apparently has had a bunch of women play on it's men you know effectively a men's a men's team i think it's a men's league um and the and the you know all they got all you got to do is read that article and, and see the effect it had on the girl you know she ain't laughing that off she's not laughing that yeah, off she's right? she was she was brought to tears from it so yeah and nobody from that you know there were there were parents from the same school where are the parents in that whole thing anyway that's a, that's an incident we don't know a whole lot about. We know what happened, and it's disgusting. And uh, I guess the the players, or rather the uh, that mm-hmm. fan or those fans, are banned from attending future hockey games. The students right. who allegedly participated in the chance may face further disciplinary action. Hopefully, somebody yep. got a cell phone camera trained on them, yep. and they all get what they have coming to them. Yeah. Um, closing it out today because we got to go. Pekka Rene gets his number thirty five retired. Cool. Uh, or will have it done. Uh, he's the Nashville Predators leader in wins and shutouts, and he'll become the first Nashville Predator ever to have his number retired by the team. So that's pretty cool. And it got me to thinking about your favorite goalie of all time, James. If you go back to when you were a kid to present day, who would that be for you? In Nashville, I'm sure it's Pekka Rene. What do you think? Well, Bavaro Sabers, John Michael Bavaro. <laughs> I was hoping you'd say that. <laughs> yeah, I, I was, yeah, you know, you know what, John. Merry Christmas, Merry Makler. Uh, uh, I'll tell you who did become mine, Stevie. Uh, uh, you know, I, I grew up with Grant Fuhr here, right? I, my whole adult life now, I've been out in Edmonton, sure, uh, with a stop back in Ottawa for a few years. But uh, you know, Grant Fuhr was, you know, un- unbelievable. You know, unbelievable. And he became my favorite because he's, he's, you know, I became friends with him. I played a, I've played a ton of golf with Grant. I, I know him. Uh, when you meet him, uh, you, you will not believe um, how, what, what, <laughs> how calm and cool and collected mm-hmm. this guy is. Nothing, nothing bothers him. Nothing at all. Uh, so he was one of my favorites. Uh, the goalie in Dallas, Stevie, mm-hmm. when he got when they when they stopped him, hammered in the lobby of the hotel. Oh yeah, something about a million dollars. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he basically asked the cops. He's hammered, and he said, "I'll give you a billion dollars to let me go." Yeah. I don't know how far. Well, I I was, I remember being amazed, like everybody, uh, when when Ken and Liam brought it up the other day when we interviewed him. Uh, you know, Ken Dryden, right? When that guy came on the scene, this big giant goalie, right? It was it was kind of because goalies, I think, up to that point, see, weren't weren't very big, 
you know, the, 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 I'm going way back here, Stevie, but the, the Gump Worsley, Stevie, the Jacques Rogue Pons, Vachon. Uh, the Tony Esposito, yeah, the, the, the Tony Esposito's Rogue, Rogue Vachon, right? Uh, who's the, Eddie Jackman, right? Sudbury guy, Stevie, you know, the goalies were always really short, right? And then this guy Dryden yeah. came along, right? Just this towering goalie and was nails, yeah. right? Was yeah, I was a Hab fan as a kid. That was uh, going to be my selection as well, just because I remember how much I loved that team early on. I mean, that's probably for most people their favorite goalie, favorite player. It's whoever was playing when they were 10 years old. And that's uh, that's part of why Ken right. Dryden would be my selection as well. We got to go, my friend. You bring that up before you go, Steve. You bring that up. I, I it's, It bears repeating all the time. I was asking Grant some time. <laughs> who did you find was... Uh, who was the toughest goalie you ever played against? And he paused and said, Jesus, Jimmy, I, I never found any of them very tough, really. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget our website is stevewproject.com. Check it out if you could. We shall take our leave right there. Don't forget, coming up on tomorrow's show, we're going to be joined talk a little CFL with uh, former CFLer Ken Avrere, a good friend of ours. And so join us for that. In the meantime, have a great day, and we'll talk to you next time. Thanks for being with us on the SWP. Please subscribe today and share the show with your friends and followers. We're at stevewproject.com.